Recently, the people at Carl's Jr. decided to expand their menu, which means they had some serious choices to make. Should we introduce some Moroccan couscous? Or entree salads to go? After serious reflection and some test marketing, they chose entree salads to go, which led them to make other important choices. Should we make them bite-sized like certain other restaurants? Or meal-sized? The people at Carl's Jr. settled on big meal-sized salads, which led to even larger questions. Should we make a char-broiler chicken salad or a taco salad? A seafood salad or a chef salad? Ooh, maybe a grilled radicchio with porcini mushrooms. Oh, but then kumquats and baby endive sounds good, too. Finally, they narrowed their choices to three. The Carl's Jr. char-broiler chicken salad, the taco salad, and the chef salad. All of them made fresh all day, with a choice of almost every dressing but a house dressing. At Carl's Jr., they're still working on that one. Should we have a house dressing? Yeah. yeah. What kind of house? New entree salads to go from Carl's Jr. Welcome, boys and girls, to the WBAG. This is your your host, Tony. And pretty soon, in the beginning of the first second, we're going to be going right to the Johnny Lemonade Show at the stand over here with uh, Barry Dingle. And we also got Dan in the house from the Nerf. Yeah, we're just kicking in, you know what I'm saying? Breaking news today. Uh, there is brown streaks. And I've been feeling lucky, but yeah, I'm not really trusting this any more than I trust anything else. Yo, brown cheeks. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna kick it right Wrapping off now with your boys. Yeah. Get back. We spiking it, smoking it up. Let me get that. JLM take over. How we doing, WBAG? Welcome back to the Lemonade Stand, folks. I know uh, the last time that we heard from each other, we were uh, talking about bro jobs. <laughs> yeah. I hope y'all, uh, I hope y'all like the idea, the concept. Uh, never gay again, bro jobs, done deal. <laughs> um, we're coming at you today. We got a little conversation uh, earlier today. Um, Barry and I were having a discussion. You all met him last time. Uh, I think we've kind of established where, we, where we're standing on this. But uh, we wanted to come at you today with a little bit of a serious talk to start with. Uh, basically, a lot of us are just a lot of big fucking nerds. Sure. Yeah. Uh, everyone here. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can, can I get a yeah? Yeah. 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 All in agreement. One of the things that we like to do for leisure, once a week, we get together and we give bro jobs. No, we play a tabletop RPG that a lot of people are familiar with. If you haven't heard about it, it's been around for a long fucking time. Dungeons and Dragons. Love the game. Uh, you know... Anyone that's ever enjoyed a movie or a book can kind of understand and put yourself into a, a, a situation where you can kind of stand in the character's shoes and almost see what he sees even though you may not have that image in front of you. It's a great way to describe D&D. Uh, we've had a lot of characters over time, varying from one time we were all anthropomorphic animal people uh, I I know for a fact that Barry, boy, 
uh, had a fucking ridiculous character that basically just clawed people and mauled them to death and uh, would furiously eat them. I mean, it was kind of ridiculous. But we want to give everyone that has never heard of Dungeons and Dragons an idea uh, of how the game works. So you have a series of dice that you use along with certain calculations, just to sum it up kind of quickly. Uh, and those calculations give you your statistics, whether it be your strength, uh, your ability to pick a lock, um, uh, <laughs> the ability to, you know, lick someone's grundle. It's all there. Whether it's a dexterity check or a will check or a... Whatever that may be. Simple. It's very simple. If you really think about it, and for those fans out there that already know, we don't really have to do a lot of explaining for you. You know that you have your certain amount of skills, your EXP, how you level up. Uh, your um, primary attributes, strength, dexterity, shit like that. Exactly. Uh, whether it be your name, uh, what race you are, because if you've never played, there's a series of different uh, types of creatures you can be, any ranging from anywhere from like a human to a gnome who farts a lot. <laughs> uh, or, or whether. Or a British elf who dislikes farts. And, you know, hangs out with dwarves. Not really, that would never happen in the universe. But. but or it could. But. What we want to do is we, we want to give you guys an idea uh, of how much fun and camaraderie you can actually get from the game. We're farting a lot tonight. I, I don't know what it, the fuck it is. It's really fucked up. Scotch and But uh, we have a... Yeah, it's probably all the whiskey. Um, but, um... So... Well, how much... Well, how much... Hey, how much time we got on this thing? Do we have to wrap it up soon? Okay, so we're going to come back to you after a oh, small commercial river. break, and we're going to have a couple of segments on a ridiculous, I mean absolutely absurd, parental advisory sticker tabletop RPG that we actually just recently learned about. Um, uh, let, let, let me speak real quick. Um, uh, yeah, we're just learning about this game. Just Listen, it's, it's called before. Fatal. We're going to have to take a commercial break right now. Let's talk about a little bit about Pi, okay? Uh, thank you very much. That's, it's adorable. It is a little-known fact that at the dawn of civilization, man's very first food was pie. Pie? Yes, pie. You're kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. Thought so. However, it is a well-known fact that the pies at Baker Square Restaurant and Pie Shop are so good, so smooth and sweet, with a crust so delicate and delicious, we guarantee it. Guarantee the pie? Or it's free. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. He's not kidding. Now man, woman, child can come in and enjoy a delicious burger and also savor a scrumptious pie. A pie so good, Baker Square Restaurant and Pie Shop guarantees it. He's not kidding. Baker Square. Come for the food, stay for the pie. Pie guarantee requires proof of purchase. Now get 50 cents off any slice of pie with any burger. Hey guys, welcome back. You know, we thought we were going to actually have a lot less time to do this, but we're going to break a couple of things down for you. We're going to get back onto the discussion of Dungeons and Dragons. So, 
if you've played Pathfinder or something similar, you probably get the idea, but at the top of the sheet, when you look at a character sheet, when you're creating a character, making whatever, you know, you want, you start off with a name, depending on what race you are, or, you know, depending on whether you're a dwarf, an elf, a half-elf, a half-orc, what have you, um, so we might as well do this, uh, human, elves, half-elves, dwarves, Half-orcs, halflings, and gnomes. I think, did I get all of them? Yeah, I think so. We might be missing so one, we, either way, it's not important, 100%. Um, they all have different uh, attributes uh, depending on uh, their race, just because, you know, the way that Gary Gygax wrote the book. He well, came yeah. up with all the things for it. If you read any manual, starting from the first manual that he ever made back in the 70s to the new ones that you have... Uh, there have been revisions and things that have made corrections in the game to fix it so that nonsensical things have been eliminated. Everything is very simple. Uh, you start off with a uh, dice system I know I mentioned earlier. So you have a four-sided die, a six-sided die, an eight-sided die, a ten-sided die, a twelve-sided die, and a twenty-sided die. And depending on what you're trying to determine, whether it be maybe the attack uh, on a weapon made, or a defense that an armor would make, uh, you would use that certain die to determine that, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, and those six... Oh, I wanted to get to oh, attributes. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the attributes, the six attributes. These are the main ones. These are the main attributes that, that determine uh, almost everything in the game. There is strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. And depending on what your uh, ability score is... The number that you would roll, depending on the chart that they give you in the book, I believe it's uh, what it's. So you would roll oh, yeah, a d6. For, oh, yeah, yeah. So for each of your six main stats, individually, you would roll four d6 minus the lowest of those rolls. Three. Add those or three together. Scores. Add those three together, and that gets your ability score. And you do that for all six of them. Really simple, you know. So theoretically, your lowest would be a three. And your highest would be an, an 18? Uh, Naturally, six, Yeah, right? six, 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 and six is 12, and six is 18. 18. So, so yeah. naturally, that's the highest that you would be able to roll. roll. Uh, depending on whether, say, you were a half-orc, you would get a strength bonus for that, but you would also lose an intelligence bonus. Just because of how the race is, and it's the way it's described in the book. Uh, uh, Orcs are just dumber. Dwarves. Just dumber, dw so. uh, I think they lose dexterity, too. L dwarves? I think they lose dexterity. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Half-orcs. Half-orcs. Dwarves only are uh, intelligence. It's uh, plus and anyway, strength. so the, that's just the basic attributes, and the, there are modifiers based on your race. Like, uh, if you've played Elder Scrolls, you might be familiar with some of the racial uh, stat modifiers. They're very similar. Yeah, they're, it's a very similar concept. Um, Obviously, you have hit points, things that determine the actual health that you would lose as if you were playing anything like Dark Souls or, or any sort of right. uh, RPG, if you're you know right. familiar with any sort of thing like that. Um, and the next thing that we want to get back into is it's actually... Skills, right? Uh, uh, well, no, we're, we want to... Uh, uh, armor class and skills, we, we don't... Well, armor, armor class can be quickly... 
very done. Yeah, done yeah, no, it's based on um, your. Uh, so what, what we're gonna wearing. do is we're actually gonna wrap up right here. We need to take another commercial break, unfortunately. But uh, we uh, we do want to let you know that tonight. Uh, we are taking callers. Anyone that has ever played a tabletop RPG, a uh, online MMO, anyone that might have an idea of how stats work and everything like that. Right, and um, real quick before we cut to commercial here, I just want to mention the uh, skill system of any uh, like D20 um, RPG system, which uh, D&D is D20. Um, when you level up, you gain skills like any other game. I know. Um, it's keep, very, it's very simple. Keep and that, keep, keep that, that in mind. Well, Bay Area weather. The sun will poke through the clouds after lunch at the coast. There is some sunshine already in the inland areas. Highs today, 65 to 80. Albany, 59. Mill Valley, 58. 64. Milpita, San Francisco, 58. Now, another continuous sweep with no talk. We got cut off real fast last time. Unfortunately, that's what happens when you get fucked up. So... D&D, real quick, every skill that you do is dependent on those attribute skills that we talked about before, your strength and so on. So what you would do normally is uh, every skill is attributed to a uh, internal, one of those familiar One of those main attributes, attributes. strength, dexterity, constitution. Plus whatever ranks you put into it and skill points are determined by it. All, and, and the point is, is it, all the equations are in the book. If you get any Dungeon Master's Guide or anything like that, it will give you all the information. But what we want to focus on tonight is one of the most ridiculous things that we have ever heard from a tabletop or any RPG for that matter. Yeah. Um, and we did talk yeah. about it earlier. Uh, we did mention it. And um, uh, it's called very fa- much yeah, let me Fatal. Not- it's called Fatal, and as our uh, our time spent as a uh, tabletop RPG, you know, like those nerds, we've, yeah. we, we've encountered some interesting yeah. stuff, but nothing, and I mean nothing, and this is where we said parental advisory warning, if you are immature, you do listening not earlier. listen to what we're about to say, because Fatal is, uh... Atrocious. It is, it is broken mechanically, which is the... When it comes down to the math, it is just an abhorrent uh, abortion of math. It's an abomination, really. And it, we're, it's flat out an abomination. So let, let, let me let me start with this real quick. Um, let me let, let me give you the um fatal. The t- Hold on, let's start yeah. with this. A gentleman gave a quote. Oh. And I know that he can deliver the quote much better. So Barry, why don't you take it away? Um, in an infamous review of this game. Long ago, I'm so sorry, I cannot remember the actual name of the man who said this, but you will find it on, uh, if you search Fatal, Review, Infamous, whatever, um, said that, uh, burning this game is an insult to fire. If you were to burn the actual book, would it be printed? Thank God it hasn't been. Cause as far as I know, paper. this game has never been that's printed. That's just a waste of fucking paper. Um... This, this, if you were to set fire to it, it would be a disgrace to fire itself. It so, is very bad. So let me get to, let me get to the name, let, let's start with the title, Fatal. It is an acronym standing for Fantasy Adventure to Adult Lechery in the first edition. 
revised in, in the, the second edition to another name. We are going to get back. Uh, we are waiting for callers. Uh, if anyone has been calling, uh, please send us some calls because we we fucking want that shit. Um. Yeah. So, uh, quick, uh, quick thing. Uh, we are actually uh, on a dare. Uh, we were told that tonight, if we were to get cigarettes, they would have to be an unfiltered, harsh cigarette. And we came to the conclusion that we would all tonight smoke Lucky Strikes in the honor of how harsh this game actually is. It is so harsh <laughs> that we felt obligated to torture ourselves about talking about it. And you as well, to a degree. Um, if you feel free to listen to the podcast after the pen, the parental advisory, uh, please listen on. It's going to be great. Um, we are going to cut away uh, to a little break. Before we cut away to the break, I just want to um, expand upon the title. There's a subtitle to the game. Um, the most difficult, detailed, realistic, and historically slash myth mythically accurate role-playing game available. And we will determine that you feel that that is correct or not. Uh, again, we're taking calls. These we're, we're, cigarettes are fucking yeah. us up, so we're actually gonna take a, a um, little we're, break. We're, when we get back, we will start with the um, mechanics of the game when it comes and to the dice. How fucking the dice. bad it really is. And after that, we will continue into the lechery and horrendous parts of this so, role-playing uh, game. Give us a little while. We'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll a quick break. Thank you. Welcome back. Uh, we actually are going to take a little uh, segment here to introduce a couple of the callers that we've gotten in the middle of uh, the uh, lemonade stand. Uh, we've actually had uh, Tony Bags getting a lot of the calls. He's, he's going to take care of the calls from here. So, T-Bag, why don't you go on in here and... Uh, yeah, we got one over here from our clean name Max, and uh, we're just gonna play that real quick and see, you know, what's going on here. Yes, my name is Maximilian Quadruplicent, and I just wanted to say that I am a long-time listener of WBAG, and you guys uh, keep up the good work. You're doing the world justice. <laughs> yes. Well, thank thank you so much, Max. You know we really appreciate down here the WBA, the the WBAG. Sorry, I'm drunk, buddy. But you know we're we're really counting. You know we're working really hard, and we're gonna we're gonna have another call later on before the end of this and before the end of the show. And uh, keep keep on paying attention to the latest updates at the Johnny Lemonade Stand. And we got a new show coming out soon. It's gonna be called Tunes with Tony, releasing our own music, in which me and Dan have had a hand in. And establishing and stuff, you know, and rapping, it's really good, you know. And yeah, so uh, we're gonna get back, we're gonna do a quick commercial break. Uh, I mean, you know, Lucky Strikes, we're talking about them, really good, very good. Yeah, and we'll be right back. Uh, thank you. Lucky Strike and Lucky Strike Alone offers you important evidence gathered in the tobacco country by the world-famous Crossley Pole. 
This evidence reveals the smoking preference of auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen, the men who really know tobacco. Here's what the Crosley Poll found. For their own personal smoking enjoyment, independent tobacco experts again name Lucky Strike first choice. Lucky Strike first choice over any other brand. These experts know their business. Their overwhelming preference for Lucky Strike, we believe, has a direct relationship to the quality tobacco we purchase for Lucky's and to the real, deep-down smoking enjoyment you may expect from fine tobacco. And when these veteran tobacco experts name Lucky Strike first choice for their own personal smoking enjoyment, then you know... L-S-M-F-T! L-S-M-F-T! Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And fine tobacco is what counts in a cigarette. So smoke the smoke tobacco experts smoke Lucky Strike. Remember, independent tobacco experts again name Lucky Strike first choice. Lucky Strike first choice over any other brand. Welcome back to the Lemonade Stand. We've been talking about a lot about RPGs tonight. And uh, let me first touch off uh, with uh, Lucky Strikes. Uh, I know I've already chiefed like two or three myself. And trust me, they are the cigarette smoker's choice because I can't feel my brains anymore. Uh, what, I, what, what I'd like to wrap up with is... Uh, those six uh, attributes that we've been talking about all night from your strength to charisma uh, is based on a number and that number gives you a certain amount of ability points to put into yada yada yada. The point is is that those uh, attribute points can be uh, summed up very quickly uh, once you see the chart in the book if you should look up uh, you know the, the uh, everything uh, in Dungeons and Dragons uh, but we want to focus on fatal and how easy it is to use your skill sheet because in D&D you only have two, but here's the thing, yeah. in fatal... Alright, so let me talk about fatal. Um, in D&D you have six attributes, strength, dexterity, charisma, intelligence, wisdom, and constitution. I, I actually said that out of order, but those are the, those are the six. Um, in Fatal, you have five. It's like physique, charisma, intelligence. There's five of them, whatever the fuck they are. It, the point I'm trying to make is, in D&D, when you roll those attributes, those are your attributes. If you have a 14 in charisma, you're a fairly attractive, well-spoken person. Articulate whatever your race is. In, um, in Fatal, so real quick, in D&D you have two pages for your character sheet. Two pages, one is your and ability score, every it has everything you, you need, possibly need. Uh, ability scores, what weapons you use, what your attack bonus is, what your skills are, Depending and the second on... page is more like your feats, your special abilities, your spells, and what items you're carrying. In Fatal, there are 11 Pages. They say from sheets. nine to eleven, but we recently watched a video. Uh, it's a, it's supposed to be eleven or something. Um, so so back to the attributes though. There are five attributes in Fatal, which each attribute has four sub attributes. So to determine your charisma, you roll your four sub attributes for charisma and average those out, and that gets your oh, charisma uh, score. By the way, on a D100 scale. To deter yeah, to determine these sub-abilities... ridiculously oh, absolutely stupid ridiculous. die. To determine each of these sub-abilities, 
You roll D100 times four divided by two, two minus, one, minus one, which gives you a range of 100 to 199, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, these sub-abilities for charisma, for example, include things such as kinetic charisma, how beautiful you are when you move. Vocal charisma, how beautiful your voice is, which in any other game can easily summed up be summed up just by your total <laughs> charisma score. Um, wow. So in, in that way, it's already <gasps> overly complicated mechanically. Um, but the point is, is that this game gets into such unreasonable detail. Yeah, let's just get into that right away. We've explained that... the attributes are a little extreme, and we'll get into that a little bit more as we go on. Um, um, we're gonna, we're gonna do a little, we're gonna do a little, uh, a quick wrap up right here, and then we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna get to another segment real quick, but um, what we want to uh, really illustrate in in, the, in this particular segment, I guess, like I said, we'll just get right into it. There's a reason it's called Fantasy Adventure to Adult Lechery, and an it, it includes um, such roles as a random dice check. To determine the uh, circumference of your anus, determining how much your asshole can stretch before it tears. And this is a very important role in this game, and no other game would require you to do this. However, you also have such amazing um, at, um, stats, such as uh, fist circumference, which plays into how much their asshole can take. How much you weigh, how fat you are, how fucking the Dumb size you of your are. breast. Oh, you can even benefit Everything. from retard now, strength. We're gonna get into another segment. We're gonna get into this. Take a small break. We'll be right back. So very quickly, we wanted to give a disclaimer because we thought about a lot of the shit we're about to talk about, and it's gonna be really fucking bad. Um, that parental advisory sticker we talked about a lot earlier in the segment is about to be put into play. Uh, like the amount of things that you can do in this game. Uh, that are just, like I said, so just outrageously outlandish. <laughs> I mean, no real... F I, 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 the way that, that Barry put it earlier was that it, it was so fucking ridiculous that either they lied and put up a bluff and was like, you know, this is fucking absolutely ridiculous and we didn't design it that way, or whether they were like, tee hee hee, hush hush, we're gonna make the stupidest game ever. They did it. It's so let's talk. Let's talk about it. Yep. Um, like we said, there's gonna be some la there's gonna be some laughing going on, but it is uh, dark laughter. Yeah. If we could call it that. So let's just Very get right into it. Uh, I briefly mentioned earlier uh, the roll. On there's a table to roll for anal circumference. Let's just start with that. Why else would this be relevant in any in any game other than the fact that people were gonna get fucked in the ass? Uh, and in this game in is very bad taste, by the way. In very bad taste, this game almost will. They tried to put a disclaimer in this in the beginning of this book, saying they do not condone these horrible acts, but their descriptions of them and. Is bad. How much detail is the put detail? Into it? Me, it's like why else would you write this unless you condoned it? So let's just talk about it. Why else would you need anal circumference? Except in a horrible game when you are likely to even be. Let's get talk about the the um 
combat real quick, you are quite likely to accidentally roll so horrible that you rape your enemy to, to death. death. What does that, what is that even? I mean, what? it's... <laughs> Once you just fucking what breach that if we if we can be quite literally breach breach that, that anal cavity. What else? <laughs> <laughs> so forcing out. Oh, good lord! So speaking of the fart thing, there is a the, there's, there's a particular no, not even that. The fact that like any time you penetrate anyone's anus. There's a chance that no, it's you can. No, when you stab them in the butt. Is it when you stab it's them? Not when, it's so not when you, you stab them in the someone in the butt. So yeah, let's real talk. There's real a chance that damage. who can fly out. That's crucial damage. There is also a chance in the same factor that if you stab someone in the bladder, their piss will just... fly out. Which realistically does make sense. If you stab someone in the butt, they might poop. You stab someone in the bladder, they might pee. And obviously, however, pee. there is no account for how much they pee and how much poop is in them. And crucial damage is. The ability to stab specific organs like the spleen or whatever, but also meaning you can stab them in the butthole or bladder. But being there's no statistic to determine how much poop they have, you can just stab them in the asshole, and then you have to roll on a D100 scale to determine how many chunks of shit fly out of their ass. This sounds like a complete made-up thing I am talking about, but this but is actually in this true. in this game. We might actually be able to put up uh, somehow the link if we could we'll uh, try to link the, the, we'll, the core we'll rule work book. on it but let's just because it is oh so the core rule book is 901 pages long using such amazing equations for your druidic circle chance as ae equals ae parentheses two times something what the fuck your Everything you've always hated about your geometry class in <laughs> high school come to life in a game to suck all I the fun out of it. So ain't nobody got time for that. We need, so we're next, getting a little short for the next segment, but there is a lot gonna, more to talk about I know, here. I, I'm actually being told that we need to take a commercial break. Um so we're gonna take a commercial break, and when we come back, we're literally just gonna start reading you spells and, and telling horrible you about how things awful, about this like, game. You can do in um, this game. It's, yeah. it's before, before we get to that, before we cut the commercial break, real quick, I just want to reiterate: um, you can accidentally rape someone to death in combat. <laughs> I know that we're going to commercial. You know that we gotta go to a commercial <laughs> break. <laughs> That story giving me an appetite. Getting my husband Bert to try something new is like putting clothes on a grizzly bear. Possible, but not easy. So was I surprised when he said, Alice, let's try the new chicken fajita pita at Jack in the Box. I said, Bert, do you feel all right? That's new. That's exciting. That doesn't sound like you. He said, I just want to try something new. That doesn't sound like you. What's next? A red Porsche and a blonde? He said, all right, I admit it. I want to try a chicken fajita pita because now it comes with a money-back guarantee. If I don't like it, I get my money back. There's nothing to lose. Now, Bert, that sounds like you. Now the chicken fajita pita comes with a money-back guarantee. We're so sure you'll love all that white meat chicken, grilled onions, cheddar cheese, tomatoes in a pita. We guarantee it. Or your money back. The new chicken fajita pita money-back guarantee at participating jack-in-the-box restaurants. So he tried one, and he liked it. But I'm worried. Yesterday he bought a red Porsche. Served after 10.30 a.m. Let me start off by saying... 
I felt the need to eat an apple because <laughs> that is like one of the most wholesome of fruits that I can think of right now. Because I feel real bad about talking about this bullshit of a fucking... Ugh. So, so <laughs> let's read a yeah. spell. Let's, let's hear so a spell. So on that note, we're going to go right into spell. I just want to quickly mention that uh, I mentioned earlier this game, they, they have a disclaimer saying this game is not explicitly about sexual acts. They provide the statistics merely for convenience or whatever. However, this spell seems to almost somewhat contradict that. It is a level one spell called Foreign Erection. And if you can gather from that, it means it gives you a fucking boner. Um, and if you're if you're familiar with other with uh, other games like D and D, and if you're not, I'm gonna mention this real quick. There are for a spell, there are things like range, the area it affects, how long it takes to cast, stuff like that. Uh, I'm gonna mention the these statistics for foreign erection, range, touch. So you gotta touch. But what is the area? One penis. So you gotta touch your dick or somebody else's dick. And it lasts That's for two- the area of effect. And we mentioned that D100 system here, so the duration is two D100 minutes. Uh, let me, uh, let me just, uh, read the ingredients required to cast this spell. We're using this because it is a perfect example of the sexual nature of this game. Uh, the ingredients include woad plant, wine, and pepper. Fairly simple ingredients. The ritual involved, however, let's just let you hear for yourselves. Ritual. Boil woad plant in a pot and then grind them up with wine and pepper. Smear it on your genitals. <laughs> if you wish to relax again, provide with a decoction. Whatever the fuck a decoction is. The description of the spell. Casting this spell causes a limp penis to become blue veined a, a blue veined throbber. Once again, I am not joking. This is an exact word for word description blue of the spell. Custard chucker. Become a blue vein thrower. Blue vein custard chucker. However, though ejaculation, this is still the spell description, word for word. Though ejaculation will occur normally, there will be no refractory period after. It will remain throbbing for the duration of the spell, unless a decoction is provided. So basically, you have a hardcore boner for like an hour or well, so. Deke, if we can break that word. It's I'm a pretty, deke. Uh, If we can just break that down, decoction, I'm pretty sure it means. No more, no Talk more on penis. your boner. Yeah, no more hard. Penis. So let me let me talk about the women in this game. Once again, it's not about this game is not about sex or uh, anything of the like. Uh, however, the majority of the women in this game are prostitutes or whores. Um, yeah. So oh, like, degenerate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Real quick about the charisma attributes. If you roll the lowest possible score for your vocal charisma, your description for your voice is gay. Your, your voice out, is just, just it's, gay. It's gay. That's what? the only word that is listed. And we don't mean to offend anyone on the show or anything that like that, but that's just the... If you can get download the PDF, the 901 pages, if you really want to read it... That's what it please. says. It is... I wish there was more audio on it. You know what? There were actually a couple of videos 
Um, we're, closing up, we're closing up quick, so I'll just leave on the fact that there are a few videos that we've watched tonight uh, in order to prepare for this particular podcast. And they are at minimum half hour long. I mean, every just description. Just one part of character creation. It's awful. It's awful. Flat out, just awful. Like um, I, everyone that has ever reviewed this game so far that we've read about has just complained about it. But uh, we're gonna take a, a small segment uh, to, to take a little break here, and, um, and uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll come back at you with some more about. But this. so we'll come back with a couple more spell descriptions. Keep in mind, this and is then we'll get fatal. The game, the, the game name fatal. of the game is fatal. Uh, we will get back in a couple more spell descriptions and some of the magic items that you can acquire in this game and their horrible consequences. Prepare your anal cavities. Roll for anal circumference. Welcome back, WBAG. Thanks for listening. Uh, we actually just realized that we've doubled our audience tonight and we are super pumped on that. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Lucky's Trice got me all fucked up, but that doesn't mean that we can't talk about more about fucking horrible more about fatal. fatal. So let me. Earlier, I, me, I earlier I mentioned that um, one man was quoted as saying that burning this game is an insult to fire. I would like to also mention that this game is also known as the uh, date rape RPG without the dating. If Not you can involved. imagine how horrible that would be um like so one it's just absolutely absurd so we're gonna get back to the spells that i had mentioned earlier um <laughs> there's obviously a role to determine your success you needs anal circumference oh yeah so um there are roles all kinds of roles to determine your spell chance success failure how much damage you do, all that stuff that you would find in other things 19 but if, but uh Things you would find in D&D, but imagine that like a hundred times more complicated for no other reason than pure stu- fucking stupidity and complicated crap. Anyway, um, back to the spells. So, it is entire- so you can cast a spell very powerfully and very successfully if your spell casting ability is high enough. However, there are a possibility of a sort of critical failure of your spell where you fuck up so bad that you cause some sort of unintended magical consequence, such as uncontrollably shitting for more crap than your body could ever possibly hold. And dying from it. Yeah, and quite possibly dying from it. And dying from it, like quite literally. Um, you're also able to fuck up a spell so badly that you cause your testicles to swell up. <laughs> and there's even a chart, I believe, to determine how much your testicles swell up, <laughs> if you ever really wanted to know. And the worst part about it is you can actually cast a spell so bad that is named after the game itself. Oh, the game itself. Fatal. Called Fatal. And what it does is anyone in the world, anyone and everyone in the world, dies. You kill yourself, you kill all your party mates, and you kill everyone in the world. And you have the to game, start all the game 19 fucking pages. Of character sheets once more. Which you could actually, theoretically, there is one guy, uh, we watched uh, uh, a YouTube video earlier, where a, uh, a, a man uh, actually created a character that was so bad because of how badly you can roll in this game for your statistics, that you can create a quite literal unusable character. 
so irrevocably bad that there's no way you could go back and undo the horror it's that you've quite done. Quite literally, you just spent three weeks making a character and it's done. <laughs> and it's horrible. It's, you're dead. You're essentially also, dead. Also, let's mention, if you did make a good character, the chance of dying is so high in this game, you could die from something so simple as, once again, being accidentally raped by your enemy. Who knows? You could so that, so let's, just, let's just bring that into the magic items I wanted to bring up earlier. There's a cursed sword that causes the wielder to have to roll a sub-ability... Uh, uh, sub ability of intelligence check based on some other percentage even if you have to even roll that in the first place determining whether or not you resist the effects of this curse blade which causes you to uncontrollably run around and rape women with the blade impregnate this is not a joke this is not a fucking joke this is in the book At rape women with this blade impregnating them with another sword which I assume cuts its way out of the woman and wants to be Rape other people. This is horrible. What? It, why does this even exist? I don't know. We spent so much time talking about this. I'm it's pretty so sure it actually disembowels the woman that is like yeah. holding it. There's a cursed dildo that impregnates a woman with a dildo <laughs> that is likely to <laughs> kill her. This to is kill her. a joke. It's um. Can so I talk about jar jacking off? We will. We'll get back in. I can just summarize uh, this in like two seconds. I can summarize this in like a couple seconds. Okay. We're, um, we're, we're the jar of jacking break. off. Real quick, before we go to the break, the jar of jacking off is a jar of some weird goo that once you stick your cock into it, it grabs onto your cock with vice-like strength, jerking you off to repletion, impregnating the jar itself with a weird fetus that then breaks out of the jar with no genitals and serves you as a servant for the rest of its days. That is not a fucking joke. That is an item. That is an unfortunate I have read it myself. We'll, we'll be right back. Thank you guys so much for listening tonight. Listen, we got to wrap up shop tonight. I got to put up the clothes sign. <coughs> um, basically, uh, we started off the intro with uh, the theme song from Drawn Together, a very uh, close show to Barry and Mai's heart. Yeah. Um, we basically, hopefully anyone that's ever seen the show, watched it, heard of it, realizes how bad that it is and everyone can agree that it is really bad but this game is so much worse it is such a fucking stink show that we had to do this long of a segment about it this is not just a comedy mine and we could go on forever it is not just a comedy mine it is a diamond it is a diamond mine that is literally a bunch of giant diamond cocks jerking off shooting diamonds in your face and beating you up and just disgracing every RPG that has ever been made. As we make advancements and learn more about the game, we will sneak it into other Laminate Stand segments. But again, I would just like to thank you guys for listening to Barry and I tonight. You have been so supportive and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll have more segments on uh, different varying subjects. Alright, so once again, before we cut right here, uh, I just want to reiterate, we, we we only scratch the surface of this game. As, like you said, we'll give you more updates as we learn more about the horrendous qualities of this game and lose brain cells in the process. <laughs> Hell yeah. Closing up shop. Closing up shop Listen, tonight. tomorrow night, make sure that you tune in. Because we've got Tunes with Tony tomorrow night. We're going to be putting a lot of uh, different things on display for everybody. And we just want y'all to listen. Again, Tunes with Tony tomorrow night. Uh, 
we'll have a lot of lot of good things coming from everyone, and we want just want to thank everyone again tonight. And uh, you have a good night. I'm putting up the close sign. Good night, everyone. We got one more late night calling coming in right now. We're gonna take it right now. Here we go. Ah uh, yes, hello. This is WBAG Tony speaking. Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm I'm doing great tonight, sir. How are you doing? Yo, trying to make some music? Oh uh, yeah, we. Oh, you, I hope so. You know, I hope you're gonna be tuning in tomorrow. Tunes to with Tony. Oh, great. Well, here's a sneak peek. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, really? Music? Yeah!